for me to uh, welcome everyone toast to the uh, talking shop podcast i am your co-host josh with grand slam cards along with michael at medium rare Ca cards and it's Cobb is behind the scenes helping us out <clears throat> uh fruits and veggies is present in the group chat michael how are you doing i'm well I'm, well, I'm going through a little bit of card show withdrawal. It's been a while, and I think it's going to be a while before I get to do another card show. So I am relegated to selling cards on the eBay. But it's good to be home. You know, when I'm home on the weekends, I get to whittle down the honeydew list a little bit. It gets piled up when I'm at a show, so it's good to be around and taking care of that i just proved to myself how unhandy i am <laughs> Un like you've made like, that clear. like extremely unhandy like are you handy around the house josh like like what is like stretches your limits as a handyman at, I around won't, the house? and it's not because i can't but i won't paint i refuse to paint but i'll do kind of everything else i've had to youtube a lot of things and if i mm -hmm. If I can't do it, in fact, our upstairs bath slash shower, the bath will not get hot water. But as soon as you pull out the thing and send the water up to the shower, you can get a hot shower. So I called in two different plumbers. One, I was not happy with their quote because I disagreed with the cause of it. And... And then we called in another one and I was like, all right, this one makes a little more sense. He kind of fixed it. It worked for just a little bit. So I have no idea. But I say all that to say I took apart all the um, the faucet stuff to see if there was a, something that needed to be replaced, a little valve that wasn't catching or something. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to end up dropping something back in this. <laughs> well, I put it back together and we called the plumber, but it's still not fixed to this day. So you can't take a hot bath at my house, but you can take a hot shower. Yeah, so I fixed the landing. Like, you go down the steps, and then there's a landing. I replaced that and the carpet and the baseboard and the and the dry. It looks like complete. It looks like one of the fun houses where the floor is crooked and you walk across the oh floor. yeah like we you, we yell at our kids not to jump from like this like the eighth step up onto the landing all the time now there's like an accidental trap door for them to just go straight through so that's an er well, trip waiting to happen well my weekend is like this little section of late april early may is like murderer's row for holidays right. for me because my wife has a birthday on april 24th which is then followed by our anniversary on May 13th, which was Saturday. And then pictures. Mother's Day is all always right somewhere right. in there. So I get hit with birthday, anniversary, Mother's Day. And, and it usually doesn't end well somehow. <laughs> so we made it through. We uh, did Mother's Day on Sunday and our anniversary on Saturday and a, kid bir a kid's birthday party. So I was nonstop going this whole weekend. But first world problems. Yes, absolutely. Well, before I do the rundown, I do want to talk about a couple things. Um, holy Jason Tatum, my goodness. He I think this may be when we look back at his career, this you know, if they sort of seal the deal moving forward, they still have to win two more series. But 
if that happens, everybody's going to look back at this game seven on Sunday and say, this is where he like learned how to, how to close. Yeah. My question is like, how, why can't guys play like that all the time? Like if they're that good, they should be able to play not 50 points maybe, but if you can put up 50 points when you get in a groove, why can't you put up 30 to 40 every other game is I guess my thoughts. I'm easier said than done, but yeah, I think, you know, at, at that level in the playoffs, I mean, not to say that people aren't given their, <clears throat> their all, all the time, but in an 82 game season, it's, I mean, then it's human nature, right. To sort of put your, take your foot off the gas a little bit. But, um, you know, I think, I think winning's, Winning's hard. So, I mean, and you got to learn how to, if Michael Jordan had to learn how to win at that level, then everybody has to learn to win at that level. And then on the other yeah. side of the, uh, the coin in the Western conference, you know, we, we were talking, I don't know if it was pregame or if I was talking to Jacob offline, but um, it's hard to believe that, LeBron is 38 years old doing this. That's, I mean, he's, I don't like him, but it's it's impressive. It is. It is. I mean, it's, dare I say, it's Brady esque. Well, I will give you a little teaser. My, my card from the vault slash card from the shop, card from the display case is a LeBron card. And it's not the, it's not the color blast that a customer pulled. This is one in our, in our showcase, but. Yeah, Mackie says Jordan never took his foot off the gas, played 82 games, nine years, Braun only one time. And again, Jordan just consistently in big series just dominated. You know, you yeah, didn't have I don't think- Tatum where Tatum will disappear and score 11 points and go two for 14 from the field. You know, it's just. It's it, the thing. I'm not saying that 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 LeBron greatness wise uh, is is better than Jordan. I'm just saying that at this age. Yeah. You I know, agree. He is he's literally playing with kids that are, you know, 12 13 14 years y- younger than him. And it's just it's nuts, right? And maybe it's just because I'm old. I'm like I'm old as dirt, right? I'm like I'll be 50 next year. And so for me to think that I could ever roll with anybody 15 years younger than me in any sport other than, I don't know, Prism Monopoly, like a board game, is well, is crazy to me. I'll tell you how LeBron does it. He doesn't play defense. That's how he does it. Oh. <laughs> it's easy when you open oh, the game. Dang. But- we should probably look at some of these questions and say what's up because Ed has said hi from Facebook and YouTube. Ed, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. Fruits and veggies, Jeff. Good to good to see you. Long time no see. You were in the shop today. Mackie, George, uh, seven cards. I do think Luke is better than Tatum, but it's close. And I mean, Luca puts up fifty more often than he doesn't. What? Not, you you know, want to talk about a guy that doesn't play defense? Come on! I never said Luca, de- Lu- Luca doesn't play defense. I never Tate, said at least Tate, at least Tatum plays defense. Yeah, like every couple games. <laughs> All I remember right. was there. There was what wasn't a couple games ago. Tatum was like non-existent, couldn't make a shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I just want to see someone constantly be the uh be the boss so bentley gardens which is ed says luca is far better not even close to tatum consistency is what counts that's my point there consistency i don't know if i would say far better but in my opinion better but seven cards that's why we love this country we can all agree to disagree because there's people out there that don't think brady's the greatest quarterback to ever live Carson tunes in and says the problem with Luca is he can't coexist with another star. He acquires the ball every possession to be effective. Luca, eh, I disagree there too. The with the other star is Kyrie. That's probably the issue more than being another star. But Luca, Luca, would dominate with some really 
good role players and just not another big star. We were talking about that in the store. Um, so, but that does kind of back up what Carson says. I don't think that Luca can't coexist with another star. I just think he is more effective when he is the dominant one and he's surrounded by um, uh, role players, good ones that'll get him further than he's gotten. So that's everybody anyway. though. Jordan didn't win without, without Pippen. I mean, everybody, this is a tough game. There's very Correct. little, I mean, you're yeah, just, you're right. yeah, you cannot do this stuff on your own. And, well, before we move on and thank you for the banter guys. Yes, we are going to hopefully agree to disagree and that's good. We can't agree on everything. I personally think that Tatum is a better player than Luca. I think Luca gets a pass for being a little bit out of shape, but he, yeah, come on now. Come on. I, th- I think he gets a total pass for that just because on the other side of the ball, when he's scoring, it's here, it's fun to watch. Here, is that better there, everyone? Now that uh, I've just muted Michael with all that nonsense. So this is cool. I control the mute button. All right. Ah, nice try. All right. The second thing I wanted to bring up before I do the rundown, Josh, did you see we talked about the whole trimming thing uh, last week? Yes, but I haven't seen anything. So So, there's and this sort of ties into the the topic of the day about Independence Day parallels and other parallels. So there's an Independence Day parallel of Shohei. I think it's 2018. It was graded BGS 9. Serial number is 12 out of 76. Easy to identify. Okay. Easy to identify. Well, uh, it just recently showed up in a PSA 10 slab. And it was a Beckett what? It was a Beckett 9. It had an 8-5 corner. Corners can be worked. And now, magically, the 12 of 76... PSA 10. Shenanigans, well, shall we say? Again, if you can turn a damaged corner into a corner that's no longer damaged, then it's no longer damaged. So I'm on the side of that. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna pump uh Neo. Uh Neo Cards and Comics did a fantastic video about this. Shows the card side by side shows where maybe part of the cards probably not there anymore. So go watch that. I just thought it was interesting that we talked about trimming last week and now a very, very high end, like the BGS nine sold for like $3,000. The PSA 10 closed on eBay for like 10 grand. Wow. So like I said, that, uh, that Zion, the hundred thousand dollars Zion that came from ours had a corner that had to be worked and it got a PSA 10. So uh, Carson makes an interesting comment here. Victor Wenbenyamas signed his first Bowman card and he inscribed it first card ever signed. How much do we think that will be worth is his question. A lot. All right, let me do the rundown for you guys who are here for the first time. And for you guys who have been around, you guys will know what's happening uh, we are going, that was the opening rip. We're going to jump straight into new in the shop. We're going to jump behind the counter, talk a little parallel battle. Uh, then we're going to address some, uh, an answer to the best of our abilities. Uh, listener questions. Card from the vault hits a monstrous hits from the shop this week. A lot uh, of hits. And then uh, crazy stat of the week. First, Josh, what is coming to the shelves at Grand Slam this week? So, a light week. Um, what's today? The 15th. So, big one's Crown Royal Basketball. Um, that comes out Wednesday. We got a nice little bit of it coming. Uh, that's the Kaboom Chase. So... Uh, if our break group liked basketball a little more, we'd probably break a bunch of that because I got a good bit of it coming, but we may still break some of it. Uh, it's a sweet product. Um, 
Uh, Flawless Basketball is this week. Nice, uh, nice little cheap product. Yeah. Ooh. And then uh, Bowman University Inception is this week. I put in for this order. I haven't heard allocation-wise. Um, so I would like to think that's one we are going to have, probably. But I can't speak to it yet because I don't have a number yet. Um, and then uh, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh product on Friday that most people that watch this probably don't care about. But we care. <laughs> so but Crown Royal is the big one this week. Um, and I, I, we talked about this in the pregame. So apparently the LeBron Kaboom coming out of Crown Royal, the image, you'll see it. It's online. Go find it. Jacob the can find it. The image is of uh, of when he broke the scoring record. So I like the fact that they picked that image, that it's got some historical relevance, and the gold kaboom of that is going to be bananas. The, reg the, regular, the regular kaboom would be pretty, same pose, right? Yeah, it's yep, the same, same pose, pose, not numbered. That would be pretty big, too. Um, all right, let's jump behind the counter here. And, um, you know, the thumbnail for the video was the greatest parallel in sports cards. And we're, we're sort of wrestling around with this in the pregame. And we were like, well, maybe we should maybe open it up to like the, the greatest parallel and then sort of work in case hits. Because, you know, in the pregame chatter, Earlier today, Jacob was like, well, that's easy. It's a one-on-one. -on -one. That's the greatest parallel, right? And then I was like, nah. That's what Ed said in the chat just now. Yeah. So, yeah, how about... One? Yeah, I mean, because that would be the black parallel or whatever that... Yeah, but I mean, there's no... There's a, there's a very, very weak market for printing plates, and those are all one-on-ones. Right? Yeah. I so, would say... Let's let's take finances finances out of it. Just your personal favorite, right? That's kind of more what you were talking about. Which one? My my personal favorite, and I do have some ca caveats to this. So, like like the greatest parallel in sports history. I said I said it has to be a beautiful card. It's got to be good looking, right? It's got to have some eye appeal. It has to be attainable. That's why I think like the one of ones. That's like a unicorn. It's a lightning strike. It's like a hole in one. So the one of ones, eh. and then it, it has to carry some hobby value. I know that you want to separate like monetary stuff from this, but their value comes in different forms, right? There's value to the collector. There's value money wise. So Josh, you've mentioned your, one of yours, but go ahead and tell the audience, like which is like your favorite parallel? What rises to the top there for you? <sighs> Yeah, so my favorite is probably tie-dyes. Those have always been my favorite. But right behind are zebras. And know the other one I really like is the checkerboards. I'm a sucker for those checkerboard parallels. So we'll get to inserts like downtowns and kabooms in a minute. Let's talk about some of the ones that look really cool there. But, um, you know, as far as like... If you want to know what we're talking about parallel wise, think of like a rainbow that people put together. They'll take the one card and they'll get the whole rainbow of that card. And you're you've got cracked ices and shimmers and shocks and discos and zebras and checkerboards and tie dyes and other animal prints. I I think it's really cool. You know, the year Lamello's rookie rookie card year, they did the elephant print. So everyone is chasing the lamellephant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool when i saw some of those those look really cool but yeah animal prints are, are awesome uh you know for for inserts you know jacob says zebra for parallel color blast for inserts but um yeah for me parallel wise you know something about i know it's it's the one of one or it's the number to five but uh, the gold vinyls just when you see that gold vinyl and I don't know if it's just because it's so rare. Maybe it's increased the desirability in my head, but something about that gold vinyl looks really cool. Um, so that'd be for me, you know, obviously if you take the gold vinyls out of it, it's checkerboard, zebras, and tie-dye, probably my three favorite 
Lid says he's a sucker for the good old purple refractor. Interesting. So I'm more of a, a baseball guy. Soccer um, is a close second. It's in, but Panini and Tops do soccer. So I've had to get educated on parallels on both sides. But so for me on the baseball side of things, it goes um, Independence Day uh, is just one uh, on the football, basketball, soccer side on the Panini side of things. It's the camo uh, refractor or camo parallel for me. Um, you know, it's weird though, right? Because in some years, the camo refractor is like, I've got a Russell Wilson rookie. That's a tops. That camo refractor is out of $4.99. But I've seen camo refractors as, or camo prisms as low as 25 which yeah. is traditionally the the numbering for tie-dyes right tie-dyes are always tw- out of 25 correct okay uh i know as a hobby camos were always 25 if you had to gun to my head i was pretty concerned that, or pretty convinced those were always to 25 i think on the panini side camos are always 25 but the camo refractors on the top side, yeah, sometimes they're not even numbered. So drop it, drop it in the in the chat what your favorite parallel is and what you know, product. Out of you know what ones that I am just I am just goo goo, and this is a little bit of this. It sounds like a segue into me pumping one of the breaks we have posted. <laughs> Some of the parallels in this, I'm just Googling it now. Some of the Monopoly parallels mm-hmm. are unbelievably awesome. And there's some I'm looking at here that I forgot all about. Um, those are way up there for me. And that's probably why I posted another Monopoly break. I love opening this product. And these parallels are just awesome. The free they're party. They're right? Yeah, they're great. I mean, and I'm looking at the Laker, the LeBron James purple money shimmer oh and with like going with the lakers colors in two of the little monopoly man borders there's the the go do not pass go there's the go there's the chance borders i mean these are just awesome well Um, i tell you we're filling a monopoly break that's got (laughs) hey jake uh jacob why don't you throw one of those uh those codes up yes We're going to throw up a break code. This will allow you to go to the break page, add this credit to your account. And then when you buy a spot in a break, you can use this break credit. The first one is 092C as in Charlie 45. 092C45. It's a $5 break credit. I think each one can be used by four different people. So don't think, oh, I'm not going to get there in time. Go grab it. Go over to Grand Slam Breaks Rock Hill, add it to your account up at the top right-hand corner with the edit button, and then grab a spot because we've got um, the baseball break, or excuse me, the football hobby break with 15 autographs, and then eight of these Monopoly blasters along with two of the games, which have two packs in each game, and you're guaranteed one of the cool black-bordered parallels in there it's only six spots for the monopoly one we're going to do divisions uh and there it is if you're watching on the screen there's the football one three limited boxes a pro set power which has some of the guys that just got drafted and then there's the uh the monopoly break so monopoly break has what Ooh, three spots left uh-oh find one right now get, get them all time. i can tell you who just bought it ed bought one good job <laughs> um it's money right yes so so I know you like these these uh, parallels in Monopoly, but but Tops Fanatics needs a little bit of credit here because I feel like people are drafting off of what was it's almost forgotten because it's been like eight months. But remember the Logo Fractor product that Tops came out with? Uh, let me refresh my memory. So Tops Logo Fractor came out late summer, early fall last year. A gorgeous product, very, very limited release, but it had the MLB logo 
sort of hologrammed throughout oh, the cards. Yeah. at it now. Looks pretty and sweet. Now, and now, look at the Monopoly stuff. Look at, uh, you know, some of the other things coming. I think that revolutionized that s- sort of, uh, I don't know, that overlay mm-hmm. for a parallel. Um, yeah, I that think it, it that logo goes over the entire card. Yes. The Monopoly yes. one. Well, I suppose the zebra one's the same way. The Monopoly ones are just the borders, but yeah. So there it is. If you can see it on the screen, there's the Tops logo fracture. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. Yep. Yep. I'm just um, dying. Did we say this last? I'm dying for a Monopoly football version so I can get some Brady Monopoly. <laughs> well, we were talking about it, right? Like if uh, and this is completely off the rails for the greatest parallel in sports cards. So, but yeah, like someone is to be working on like a uh, a trivial pursuit uh game with uh players and, and cards so although although that that logo is not as iconic as monopoly what what would be another super iconic logo game wise i mean game wise yeah i suppose i mean i mean mcdonald's did it right with pokemon uno <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Ed had a Pete Alonzo PSA 10 logo fractor. That would be a sweet, even the base sets, even the base, even the base, a a full base set of the logo fractor set would be, I think that's going to be highly sought after. So let's get, let me, let me reel this back in. Greatest parallel. George says Candyland. Oh, let's roll this back. Greatest parallel. Your tie dye. Um, camo and independence day the hobby as a whole i think has this love affair with the gold prism the prism gold out of 10 which is barely it's barely barely attainable but they're still out there um so let's let's sort of segue from that to like greatest insert and then greatest insert plus greatest parallel it's like you know voltron at that point it's like unbeatable so your favorite your favorite insert and does it have a parallel mine does not um oh man it's really 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 hard for me to beat the regular donruss downtown i like it so much better than the optic one with the lasers i like the non-optic one um a close second stained glass the the silver the prism silver stained glass mosaic stained glass is really high up there for me too and and kabooms i mean i you know you'll you'll hear color wheels and color blasts and stuff which are cool but they're not close for me for the to those three stained glass regular downtown mine is uh my favorite insert does not have a parallel to it. It's called the blank slate insert. Um, look it up. It is minimalistic. It's just literally a blank slate. Um, and it's it's like Diamond Kings, Court Kings, Gridiron Kings. I think, oh, like, yes. I think the blank slates this year in football came out of the Origins product. Is it? And it's, while you're talking, I think I've got one behind me here. Oh, look at this guy. Always flexing. I think I have one. And well, I don't, is it this, is it Brady? How do you spell his name again? I can't, I can't remember. Is it Trout? No, these are, uh, this is actually a drop off from one of my good customers slash friends. And when I saw the picture right now of Googling it, oh, that's not one, is it? Let me show it to you. It's, that's not one, is it? It's that got is not a, that's, I think that might be a level four. Out of Court Kings, which is also very rare, but no blank slate, and then a second for me, and they had it in the Prism World Cup um, set this year, and they had it in 2018. What it's called uh, national? It's called Landmarks National Landmarks. There's the blank slate, just yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, like I said, minimal, and and. Like I love the the pool holes one of this is great. It's got them in the Cardinals. It's it's fantastic. Um, I like I'm looking at a Steph Curry one. I'm looking at oh a yeah. 
Those look cool. They kind of look like artist drawings. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And then if you could pull it up and people probably won't know this unless they collect soccer, but national landmarks and like Messi and, um, and Ronaldo um, have, have gold versions of this and they're mm-hmm. astronomical, like 24 K. So I believe it. Yes. And they come from the, Oh yeah. Look at that. Awesome. That's your, that's your, that's your downtown. That's, what that's your saying. downtown, that's but your they're called monster. national, national landmarks because it's out of the prism set. So this is only coming out every four years. So way more, way more rare um, for these. Yeah. So seven card says, don't forget about eclipse and color wheels. So yeah, color blasts and color wheels. The eclipses are pretty sweet. Um, oh, the night moves one that you, yeah. that you showed. That was awesome. Um, but you know, I've never seen, I've never seen a color wheel in person. Um, Oh, I I just thought of the, the, the one, I don't have it. It probably wouldn't be my all time favorite. It's a unicorn card. I'm going to try to find it. The national, but the manga insert from, Oh yeah. The infinity with the, the, all the rings. Yeah. I think, I think I love that one. People are not, as high on that just because it's a playoff like the net marvels right it's sort of i mean these comic are pretty, oh these are pretty sweet i'm looking at pictures of them now jacob you should throw up the mangas look at that there's that one but pull up his 2022 one it's pretty sweet too um i'm looking at the trevor lawrence one looks awesome so yeah that's my i just don't know if i feel comfortable spending that much on a brady carbon <laughs> It's either like I get to buy that or or a bunch of other stuff and who knows, but I want one of those really bad. There's the 2022 one that looks pretty awesome. The Buccaneers with all the pirate treasure. Keith Rowe says, what up? What up, Keith? Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Andrew says state of the art is one of his favorites. I'm not super familiar. I've I've just been Googling these and – and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Oh, those are kind of, uh, yeah, those are sweet. That's uh, out of uh, Court Kings, kind of like a hand-drawn. Very cool. I will say this hobby does a great job with these inserts and parallels. And every now and again, like these manga ones on the screen. Look at that Trevor Lawrence one. That's pretty pretty awesome. He looks like a Disney character. He looks like the dude from Beauty and the Beast got he's got the whole the, the prince charming thing going on i have a little yeah look at that josh allen one there up there in the top right that's pretty sweet too but the infinity gauntlet one that's my unicorn card for the collection we'll see what happens what do you think what's that going for these days is that is that in the what is I, that going for oh look at the mahomes one scroll up right there Ooh, that would be that would be a nice one if brady didn't exist no no over there at the left all ah, right there look at that thing that's so awesome. I wonder what that. <laughs> yeah, they're so hard to pull. They're like two or three grand if you get anyone decent. So, yeah, maybe I can. I can imagine putting that set together, right? Now, now those don't come in. Those don't have parallels, right? They're they're all silvers. They're all silver prisms, but there's no parallels in those. Correct. 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 Well, we went off the rails there. I yeah, think that's it's time for that, questions. That's... Mackie says one spot left in the monopoly break. Let's go. No whammies. No whammies. I'll break <laughs> that one after the podcast. If we're, uh, it's full. Um, let's, let's tackle some. Oh, is this a new one, Jacob? A new code. Oh, code number two, break code number two, zero nine, two, four C three. Um, I got a notification that up in the group chat, 092C54 was typed in wrong for those looking at the chat. 092C54. No, that looks right. C54. But anyway, go redeem that second one. Ed says Cody Bradford's about to be introduced to Acuna. Is Cody Bradford a pitcher and Acuna's about to bat? That's off the rails. Good luck, kiddo. Good luck, kiddo. Acuna's back. 
He's back. So if you didn't get in on a Cunha card oh, now. Correction. I think the stream across the bottom, Jacob, you had put the wrong. It was you put C forty-five and it's C fifty-four. So the break code in the chat, if you look over in the comments, is correct. Uh, seven cards. Josh, do you already own a Brady manga? I do not, and that's why it's kind of on my wish list at this year's national. I went to this year's last year's national wanting to replace a kaboom and a downtown Brady that I had sold in the past and regretted it. And I came back with two kabooms, two downtowns <laughs> and, and, on and an autograph numbered to five. So I'm like, <laughs> a kid right. dangerous, dangerous. All right. Let's, let's tackle a couple questions here. We're, oh, we're doing good on time. Maybe we get through all these. So Jacob, why don't you throw that first one up? When it comes to collecting and investing in trading cards, how do you determine which ones are worth the investment and what are some effective strategies for collecting and investing? So number one, quarterback. Technically, we're not allowed to use the word investing. So, Just a disclaimer out there. This is not investment advice. This is for your entertainment only. Past performance does not... Blah, 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 future performance. Okay. We're at, I've lost a lot of money in cards, so yeah, yeah. don't take our advice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, Josh, you go first. How do you determine it? I hate to say it. If it's football, it's quarterback, and it's rookie. You know, so here's what I do. Like the shop right now, we're not buying Mac Jones cards because there's just an unclear – unclear future there he could end up being great and have a great career and this could be the year he takes off um he could end up on another team and a great opportunity with a great quarterback coach and just light it up and he'd be a good investment because you can buy him so cheap right now um but so i think of stuff like that well i mean the simple stuff buy when the guys are down josh allen right now you know what didn't, didn't do anything in the playoffs there's kind of no hype around him right now while Mahomes and Burrow are kind of getting all the, all the love, a Josh Allen stuff. You can kind of pick it up cheap right now. Um, but you got to be really careful when it comes to running backs and wide receivers, you know, in football, it's quarterback, quarterback, quarterback in baseball. It's hitter, 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 not so much pitcher unless you're Otani and that's only cause he's a hitter. So <laughs> um, you do this part better than me because we buy and just turn it at the shop. So there's really no long-term hold here. Obviously, a question I always have is, this happened with LeBron's top scrum rookie card several years ago. You could buy it at 500 bucks. The next year it was 1,000. So you'd buy it at 1,000. The next year it was 1,800. Well, it's like, do I buy it now at 1,800? Because next year it's going to be 2,500. When do you jump on this This uh, ladder, you know what I mean? Like when does, you don't know when it maxes out and then something like COVID happens and the prices go absolutely insane. And, and if you buy at the insane level and it comes back down to earth, then you're stuck there, which I've been stuck on many a card there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll probably play off of some of your thoughts here. So if we're, if we're doing this for a quote unquote, investment purposes you gotta think number one please don't do this with money that you're feeding your family with number one like please do this with money that you can afford to lose that way it doesn't hurt as much of course number two you know hope is not a strategy right so go into it with a strategy and diversify you're going to need your short-term invest investments, uh, mid-term investments and long-term investments. And so short-term rookies, you know, who's hot. You know, if you're, if you're buying into the Bowman product, Bowman's been doing well on the breaks. I love Bowman, but you, you gotta be able to move these cards when you're, when you hear about a player getting called up that that's short-term, right? Sure. Um, you know, mid-term, guys that are playing that are established 
And, you know, are they going to pop off? A midterm investment for me, Russell Wilson. And specifically for me, Russell Wilson in Broncos uniforms. I think that's a good fan base. I think if he goes off and does Russell Wilson things, his cards, his first cards in high grades, in low serial numbers, in in Broncos uniforms are going to do well. And then long-term investments, here's a saying. I don't know where I heard it, but it's absolutely true. If you're in cards for the long-term Things are going to go up and down, but no one gets hurt. The only way you get hurt on a roller coaster is if you jump off. I mean, if you just hang in there, things are going to go up and down. But if it's a guy like, you know, Mahomes, Brady, LeBron, Kobe, RIP, you know, these things will continue unless they do something horribly wrong or something comes out about them. Um, that are established that are going to be in the hall of fame, you know, but again, which which is why the, the Brady's and the trouts and the, you know, those guys have shown over 10 plus years. They just always keep their nose clean. They just, these things aren't going to come up. They're not pulling a John Morant. So you you look at that. I mean, unfortunately you got to look at that stuff. Um, What's their off the field life like and, do you see them as being one that could, because look at anyone who had Henry Rugg stuff, anybody who has John Morant stuff right now. Um, yeah. Ed says Manny Machado. I don't know if that's because he's really good or because he's got a temperament that may end up getting him in trouble at some point, but Mackie summed it up really, really good. Rookies, low number cards, SSP, super short prints and rookie autos. I mean, that's, that's where the bread and butter's at. Be really careful post-COVID with these print runs. These base cards, like a Mahomes base-rated rookie, is going to be good. Um, a Trevor Lawrence base-rated rookie is not going to be good, no matter how good he does. There's too many of them out there. So you need to, because of the print runs now, they're printing a crap ton of this stuff but they're only printing so many of the number to 25s and the number to 10s. There's only 10, there's only 25. So, you know, look, you know, the, we've talked about the, the Acuna SSP white Jersey one, look for that stuff. If y'all want something to invest in long-term, those super, super short print rookie cards are going to cost you a little more, but you don't have to worry about 9 billion of them eventually getting graded and pulled. So five months ago, me and Jason, our buddy, Jason, we're sitting there texting back and forth. There was one of these Acuna white jersey SSPs, and there was like it had like two hours left, and it was at nineteen hundred dollars. And we're like, do we need to jump it? Do we need to partner up on this thing? Could it go? Could it go to six? Yeah, but could it be under three? This thing six months ago traded for like twenty four hundred dollars, and that's unheard of. I mean, at that price, you're cracking it. And getting a 10 because it was nine fives, all nine fives across the board. And so that's a, you know, that's probably a $6,000 card now. What's crazy about that card is I'm fairly confident three of those got pulled from this shop. Oh my goodness. I know two for a fact because I tried to buy one from one of the guys at the time he pulled it. This was in 2018. It was worth like 600 bucks. And I said, I'll give you 300 bucks. We were, we were playing cards. The car, the shop was closed. I said, I'll give you 300 bucks right now for it. No, no, thanks. No, thanks. Cause I was like, well, that's a low ball shop, but I thought he's only in it for, you know, 89 bucks or whatever. Right. He pulled it so he still has it to this day. Um, oh, and it's worth, and he's glad he didn't sell it to me for that. I'm sure we had another one that got graded, had a dinged corner and it got like a seven, but he took it to a card show and it ended up selling at the time for, I don't know, 600 bucks or something in a seven. Cause it had a really bad corner. Um, and then someone else told me they had pulled one. And I don't think I ever laid eyes on that, but two of them to come from the shop is saying something, but possibly three. I've never seen the card in the wild and we get cards brought in here every day. I've never seen it at a show. Never seen it in hand. So, all right, next question, Jacob. That was clear as mud. Oh yeah. No kidding. All right, boys, spill the tea on selling sports cars. I'm tired of paying eBay's ridiculous fees. Are there any other platforms out there that won't make me break the bank every time 
I sell a card. So for clarification, the standard eBay fee is what? 13 and a half percent. That's what yeah. it boils down to. 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. So 13%. So, um, Josh, what, what are your thoughts on this? Cause, if- because you guys, you went from like, uh, we're not doing eBay. We're not doing online. And now you've sort of leaned into that and, and yeah. you're, you know, sort of bearing some fruit now. So I'd love to get your take on this. Yeah. So I've always, I've always said, if you're going to do eBay, go all in. Cause that's what we've done now at the shop. We are all in We're I don't know, 1100 items on Facebook or on eBay now or pretty much at all times and growing. And every day there's a box of stuff that's going to the post office. So go all in if you're going to do that. But on a separate note, I would, if you don't want to do eBay, Find a really reputable, maybe kind of hard to get into Facebook, closed Facebook group where they just don't let anyone in. And the people that are in there are, are trusted. Um, maybe you have to earn that trust a little bit. But I remember selling, you know, what people do, usually do is they'll post it in there and they say, hey, hey boys, before I, before I take this thing to Feebay, I'm going to put it in here and see if anyone's interested. And then you can do a deal like you do a deal outside of eBay and you know, you might have a small fee if you're going to use, you know, PayPal or something else, but that would be outside of a card show, you know, go pedal it around to different dealers. And remember they have to resell it. So you, you might save yourself some fees and some hassle and you got no threat of a return, but you're going to have to give a discount for it. Um, but I've had guys, I mean, the, the card off the top of my head, the Luca rookie prism mojo number to 25 that came out of this shop. I went with the, the customer that pulled it. We went up to uh, the Hickory show years ago. It was back in Luca's rookie year. And we peddled it around to every different table asking the dealers, would you be interested in buying this? It was a $1,500 card at the time. Um, the last guy finally said, I'll give you 1500 for it. He, he left. It was selling on eBay for 1500 This guy had a brain in his head and knew this was probably a long-term good hold. He got it graded. It graded a nine. Uh, the last we talked to him, he turned down 40,000 for it. So he turned 1500 bucks into 40,000. Um, and I don't know now what that card would do, but PSA nine, Luca rookie prism mojo, it's going to be way up there. So, um, yeah. So Ed says Ed's going the opposite route because eBay will back you up. The 13% is not that bad because, you know, no risk of getting screwed. So I would say if you are definitely not doing eBay, look for some closed Facebook groups or card shows. Um, if you don't mind the fees, eBay will, eBay will, they're a business. They'll stand behind you to the best of their ability, at least. So. Mackie, yes. I'm going to ruffle some, some feathers here. Guys, you, you make zero money when you sell a card. You know, when you make money, no, you make money when you buy a card. If it almost does not matter the platform you sell a card on, if you buy that card at the right price, it doesn't matter. You make money when you buy, not when you sell. Just what keep if? that in mind. You you keep that in mind because that's why that's why that's why you buy in bulk so that you can spread out that risk. You buy the lot. You make your money back quickly and then everything is, is gravy. So that's, yeah. that's my take on it because for who, I, whoever asked this question, you're going to, you're going to learn that everybody gets a cut there. You just, that's just the way of the world. You know, you don't, everybody's going to want to get in your wallet when you sell something. That's, I mean, whether it's fees on eBay or, you know, whatever taxes you pay on it to the government. I mean, at some point, someone's going to want their, their money. So you make the money on the buy, not the sell. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it in, in large quantities, like for us selling on eBay, it's profitable for us because we buy, like you said, in these large lots where someone has $10,000 worth of cards, but they'll offload all of it for six grand. Yep. 
And that means you're taking the bad stuff with the good stuff, but, and it's going to take you a while, but in theory, you could make, you know, three or $4,000 off of that lot if you want to put in the time and the effort and the work. But uh, yeah, George says, offer it to a card buddy first. Yeah. I mean, think of a guy that would like that card. And, you know, again, it matters if you pulled it from a pack or if you bought it off of at a card show or on eBay, what did you pay for it? Pull it out of a pack. You know, you got some room to operate. And, and at this point, with the card market, we're sort of slave to the market right now. I mean, if you are slinging cardboard and you're up just a little, I think the the up 50, 60, 80%, I think those days, we're going to have to wait for another sort of spike in the hobby. I don't think, I think the way things are at now, 5, 10, 20, 25% increasing year over year, that's a healthy increase. That's what you can expect. So the mistake that I made always made when i was at shows is i'd buy a card and then take it to a show and they'd show me my own darn comp here here's a comp it's like that's me it was like yeah so i was competing against myself and that's what i mean by buying correctly that's why if you can go to a show buy in bulk if you can if you're set up at card night and people are wanting to sell their cards and you buy those cards correctly and you put them back out on your table and make a quick profit. That's what I mean by buying correctly. It's just a lot of timing. It's the market. And then if you can buy in bulk. So, all right. Uh, one more question, Jacob. Hey, Michael and Josh, what's the deal with card condition? How important is it to protect our precious cards? Any preservation, any secret preservation methods asking for my card collections? Well, it's not, it's not secret. You might see me do this. I've learned it just from here in the shop, but take a penny sleeve, take your finger and go boom. That way you can slide it in because uh, our friends at uh, Palmetto down in Lexington that submitted before we submitted um, cards for grading. He said the amount of cards where that bottom left corner is screwed up because you get the right corner in there. And then when you go to put the left one and it hits that other corner and tears it up every time, the amount of corners, that bottom left amount of cards that that bottom left corner is toast on. Um, so take a little scissor, a little razor blade. If you're good at it, take your finger and, and get that sleeve opened up before you put it in there. Um, the down, we see kids in here all the time and they'll have a $400 Pokemon card and it's all beat up. We're like, <laughs> we can't buy it from you, but let me just show you what we could have given you for it. If it was in perfect shape or pack fresh shape and you'll see the, the look on their face, but what a valuable lesson to learn, you know, learn it then when you're eight. Um, they actually make pre cut sleeves. They actually make sleeves with like the back of it is a little higher than the rest of it. So you can get those cards in there. I think, um, I think the, there's product out there that helps you protect, protect stuff, you know, no, no thicknesses like, yeah, you could fit a Chrome card and Chrome cards are a little easier to take care of, but you could you could fit a, uh, a Chrome card into like a smaller um, yeah, regular, regular top, loader. top loader. Yeah. But, um, but a, what's the, what's the size above 35 points? 55 is what you need for a Chrome card for a Chrome card. So, you know, it'd be a shame if you're trying to sort of shim a card into a smaller and then something slips. And so just having the right, I think the big thing about protecting your cards is having the right supplies. Josh has great pricing on supplies at the shop. You know, cardboard, bo the boxes. Um, here's oh, one. Jersey Sleeve. card. Yep. Jersey Sleeve. cards. Yep. Sleeve your graded cards. Please. Uh, there's nothing, nothing gets under my skin more than a graded, a nice PSA 10 and the slab is all beat to heck. Or just scratched. Yeah, or just scratched up. Yeah. yeah. So, In fact, if you grade through us, if you submit your cards through us and they come back um, 
we often put them in sleeves for the customer. Look at that, Look at that customer service. Customer yeah. service. We don't want you, especially if it's a, I'll tell you right now, if it's a high dollar card that we've gotten back for you, I'll put it in a PSA only sleeve to protect that for you. So, all right. Card from the vault. Card from the shop. The so. shop. In honor. I don't like the Lakers. I don't like LeBron, but I like him for the hobby. So in honor of um, LeBron and the Lakers winning, this is, and it's one of my favorite inserts, a stained glass, oh. Oh. mosaic stained glass, prism, PSA 10 from 2020. That is in the showcase. Um, and it's in a bag as well to keep this thing scratch free. It's over on our eBay store. Um, if you would like to browse our singles, make an offer. That is my card from the eBay vault. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, thing my goes. card from the vault. I just got this back from grading and speaking of, Cool inserts and parallels. This is a parallel of an insert. This is the Destiny insert from Stadium Club Chrome. I remember that. And that's Mr. Soto that got a whoop, 10. Can you see that? 10. And it's the gold numbered out of 50. Soto starting to hit the ball a little early for Soto this year. Usually he doesn't start hitting the ball until after the All Star break. Yeah, no kidding. So. Well, he wasn't hitting it at the beginning of the season, so I'm glad he is now. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is a long list. So, Jacob, fire up hits from the shop, and hopefully everybody can hang in there before we wrap things up with crazy stat of the week. Jacob, we'll move through these pretty quick, but we're, we're not far behind schedule. So this out of Leaf Vivid, a little duel, Spencer Jones, Anthony Volpe. I say Volpe. The announcers say Volpe, so I guess they know more than I do. So Anthony Potato, Volpe. potato. Do a lot of that was cool out of Leaf Vivid. Jacob, get your clicking fingers ready. We're gonna move right along. <laughs> uh, also, same customer. This is Derek's two boxes: uh, Jordan Walker and Alec Burleson. That was, I think, numbered to like it was numbered fairly low. Derek, if you're watching, you can tell us it was ten or twenty-five or something like that. So, a couple nice hits. Uh, Monopoly Gold Shimmer Shade and Sharp rookie customer hit. Uh, there was the big one, the LeBron Color Blast. The customer bought three or four of these boxes and then decided to take one for the road and came back in about eight minutes later to show us this monster. It's uh, on consignment. It's on our eBay store. Uh, we're going to drop the eBay store link in the comments in just a moment. Uh, Tops Archives. We had some nice archives hits this week. We got a Juan Soto auto there. and We'll have some more here in just a minute. In just an, oh, Justin Herbert uh, Genesis that came out of a mosaic blaster. Congrats to the customer. Uh, Desmond Ritter on card. We had a lot of Ritter autos pulled this offseason, so he needs to have a big year. Uh, same product, Matt Corral. That's the numbered variation. I don't know how, how he's going to do. Probably not getting to play this year, but you never know. I don't know why I sent that one to you. My bad. That's just Okongwo. It's probably not very valuable. That was probably an oops. But a customer did hit it. And a die-cut Brock Purdy out of Contender's Optic I thought looked really cool. Um, so speaking of archives, we're going to go back. Customer hit this one. O'Neill Cruz, uh, the customer also bought two more boxes at the same time and hit a Wander Franco auto. And then the next one is a one-of-one one George Springer. Hopefully it's in the right order. Yeah, there it is. So a customer bought those three boxes, a Springer one of one, a Wander Franco and a numbered, uh, you know, O'Neill Cruz. Thank you for the business. He was a happy customer. Uh, next up, we've got a Bailey Zappi contenders auto on card. Beautiful card. Your clicking fingers broken, Jacob. Ah, there it is. All right. So now we've got some, uh, so a lot of these names, I didn't know. I looked these up and I'm like, wow, these are pretty big cards. So a number J Allen Bowman Chrome. Uh, we'll just kind of click through some of these Bowman Chrome ones. Jacob's got a Commodore 64 computer apparently. So uh, Jameson Williams contenders optic. 
Nice little on card. Look at that. Prism Emmett Smith throwback. That green. Uh, Spencer Jones. Oh, his clicking fingers are working now. Spencer Jones, number to 150 out of Bowman. Uh, Eduardo Julian. Uh, I just looked it up and I was like, wow, that's a pretty expensive card. At least 100 bucks, though. Uh, Anthony Gutierrez, number to 99. That is a monster card. It's being sent off for grading. If that comes back graded, it's a lot. Uh, Roman Anthony, just another high-end prospect auto that's numbered that a customer pulled. So this is out of uh, that multi-graphist leaf. Every card has more than one auto on it. So that one had Montana on it. We thought it looked pretty cool. Michael's muted, so I don't think we heard what you just said, Michael. But Oh, look at that. So this was a redemption card. Customer finally got it back. So I probably showed the redemption a long, 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 long time ago. But he got it back, and there it is. Trevor Lawrence, rookie out of Mosaic. Old Spud Web. You got to love Spud Web. This one's being sent off for grading also for the customer. But first Spud Web auto I've seen in a while. Another redemption finally came back from LaMelo's rookie year. Uh, that's a big card out of Contenders Optic, the up-and-coming LaMelo Ball rookie also being sent off for grading through us. And that is the conclusion of Hits from the Shop. Thank you. No kidding. That was Acuna just hit a home run. Ed, did he hit that off of that picture you were just talking about? <laughs> I he said, did. That was luck. a great call, Ed. Yeah, I was like, good luck, kiddo. That Acuna is hitting the ball well. He's seen it. Um, all right. I actually have a crazy stat this week. Can you believe it? I have one that's not super crazy, but I have one. Do we have do we have one more break credit? Did we go through all three or do we need to flash oh, that last one? I think we did have one more. There we go. All right, last break credit 09307A. Several people can claim this credit. It's five bucks. It'll knock a break spot down a little bit. We've got one left in that monopoly break. I'm telling you right now, if I get home after this and it fills, is the only time I'm going to be pissed about a break filling. Oh, Monopoly sold out. Sweet. Does that mean? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And uh, uh, we just posted the eBay page up on. Uh, in the yeah, there's the link to our eBay store. So check go browse, out. check it out, make an offer. Guys, go fight over that LeBron James color blast. All right. Here's my here's my crazy stat of the week out of. The 74 NBA championships, um, there have only been eight times where the winning team was considered an underdog. That's 11%. Right now, the Lakers, they've been underdogs in every, in every series. And they're going to continue to be the underdog in every series. And I think regardless of who comes out of the East. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, I think maybe they would not be the underdog if Miami makes it, but I think, I, they, might be. I think they might be. And yeah. so, so there's, there's a chance that there, there may be another, cause if Miami makes it, then they're both underdogs throughout the whole thing. And, it, it would just be, it'd be, I think it'd be great. Number one for the hobby, uh, that LeBron market is suffering a little bit, but it well, would be cool. And he gets no hobby love. Wouldn't the, well, uh, go ahead. Okay. Now I was gonna say, wouldn't it, wouldn't the Celtics Lakers kind of the old school rivalry? Oh, yeah. That would be a great series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and while Tatum is my guy and I think Tatum is, think he's gonna do it this year it would be nice it'd be a nice career validation for jimmy butler if he were to win an nba championship i don't think it's gonna happen but he seems he seems like he's put in he's paid yeah. his dues. yeah all right uh, so mine is about bob gibson in 1968 he had a 1.12 era after that season uh Major League Baseball lowered the pitching mound. So this this stat says, baseball lowered the mound after Bob Gibson's 1.12 ERA in 1968. Think about that. Lowered the mound, changed the game, Bob Gibson. Yes. 
All right. Anything else? Do we have anything else? I feel like we're all over the uh, place. Well, next week product, but we'll hit that another time because these uh, these these here. I'll just we'll just really quickly. Um, maybe Star Wars tops Chrome. If I I put an order in for it, we'll see if I get <gasps> uh, I get allocated. Because I, I I thought of you and I had uh, another person. Tops Heritage Baseballs next week. Oh, uh, love Heritage. Yeah, so we'll have that. So those are those are probably the two notable ones for next week. So but we'll have better, more up to date information on the next podcast. The Monopoly break is breaking right after we go uh, off the air here. Give me like five minutes to set up, and then I'm going live. Um, George says Star Wars, no soccer. Well, here's the thing: Star Wars is a little easier for me to get. And with that case of Star Wars, I already have like three people that I know that would buy some and, uh, and soccer is harder for me to get unless it's the EPL <laughs> stuff. And then the EPL stuff just sits on the shelf. So <laughs> blah, 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 Josh. Thank you it's guys. Fun. If you've hung in th this long to this hodgepodge of an episode, thank you. Like subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Peace. Bye. See you in five minutes, people.